Greetings, lovelies. Welcome to the Sexy Stories podcast if you are new here. Or welcome back to all my wonderful regulars. My name is Virginia Waits, and I invite you to make yourself comfortable and join us as we delight in all things supernatural, fantastic, and very, very naughty. The Manor will be back next week for the exciting premiere of season two. Lucy and all her lovely family are raring to share their devilish fun and thrilling adventures. For our last episode of the season break, I have a story in honour of the spooky season. This week sees Luca moving into a new house that already has a couple of residents of the invisible kind. He's not bothered by ghostly companions. However, he never could have imagined what these ones have in mind. Welcome to Ghostly Whispers, Touch of the Departed. Sit back, relax, and I shall begin. It was a whole house, detached and away from the road. The rent should have been astronomical. It wasn't. The moment Luca walked in, he knew why. The house was haunted. The landlady, Mrs. Potterly, was a small woman who had to be eighty if she was a day, and she insisted on showing potential tenants around herself. She had told Luca as much when he had rung to inquire about the property. He wanted somewhere quiet so he could focus on his painting, but near enough town so getting there wouldn't be a chore. The property had sounded perfect. Too perfect given the rent. Luca had been aware of the departed since he was a small child, so the issue didn't frighten him. He just hoped the ghost wasn't disruptive. Being able to focus on his art was why he was there after all. As she showed him around, he couldn't help noticing how closely Mrs. Potterly was watching him. The presence was definitely strongest in the master bedroom. It is a lovely house, Mrs. Potterly, he said once they had finished the tour. It feels like it has history. It wasn't incredibly old, but it was early 20th century if he didn't miss his guess. It does, she replied, as straightforward as she had been through the whole tour. The house was fully furnished and fitted out well, but the fittings were not state-of-the-art. Mrs. Potterly had made a point to give him a complete rundown on everything, including the boiler that was likely to need changing in the next year or so. She seemed to want him to be aware of everything that might cause him inconvenience should he rent the property. "'Is it haunted?' he asked, because he wanted to be almost as straightforward. He didn't come out and say he knew it was— because that tended to put people off, but he didn't want to hide from it. 
Mrs. Potterley's eyes opened a little wider, and she raised one eyebrow in consideration. Yes, she told him eventually. I thought so, he said, and gave her a smile. Are they... He paused as he realised that even though he hadn't seen anything, he had picked up on more than one entity. Violent ghosts? Now she blinked at him. That depends if they like you or not, she replied after another moment. Then I hope we can get along, Luca said, widening his smile. You'll take it? Mrs. Potterley sounded surprised. It is perfect, he replied. I would be a fool not to. That had been six weeks ago now, and Luca had moved in with no problem. He had set his studio up in one of the back rooms that had the perfect light and begun creating. So far, his only interaction with his departed housemates had been the odd thing moving. When the keys to his bike battery and lock had disappeared, he had simply asked nicely if whoever had taken them could please put them back, because he needed them to ride to town. They had reappeared in the living room. He had also realised his housemates appreciated the radio being left on when he wasn't in the house. He was happy to oblige. All in all, it was going very well, although he had yet to catch a glimpse of those he was sharing the house with. He felt them around, but they hadn't manifested. In fact, he had become so used to being invisibly watched that he mostly ignored it. He was almost sure at least one of his invisible companions watched him in the shower every morning. He had had a great day painting. His latest work was progressing nicely. So he was in a great mood as he headed to bed. In fact, he was as horny as hell, because being creative got him hot under the collar. His last boyfriend had loved it, but had unfortunately decided that he needed to live in Hollywood to further his career, and long distance just hadn't worked for them. His last girlfriend had complained he was insatiable when he was painting, which was one of the reasons they had broken up, and he had been looking for a new place to live. After a lovely hot shower, Luca walked into his bedroom, and yes, he had chosen the master suite, and threw himself down on the bed naked. His cock was already half-hard, and he relaxed back against his pillows, spreading his legs so he could easily cup his balls. He was in the mood for something long and drawn out, and he glanced over at his toy drawer for a moment. It might be fun to play with a little more than his hand. He fondled himself as he considered it, stroking his cock to full hardness as he thought through his options. That was when he sensed it, the feeling of being watched. He flicked his eyes around the room, but his ghostly housemates were still not showing themselves. The small sizzle of excitement in his belly at the idea he had unseen watchers surprised him a little. 
Voyeurism was not something that crossed his mind very often. As he considered what to do, something finally caught his eye. At the end of the bed, there was the faintest shimmer. It wasn't a shadow or a shape, but it was there. The bed dipped between his legs, but all Luca could see was an odd refraction of the light from the other side of the room. It kept changing, so there was no way to make out a definitive shape. He froze, unsure what to do. The first ever ghostly experience he remembered clearly had been in a bedroom, but he had been four, and it had been a little old lady who used to sit on the side of his bed and tell him stories when he couldn't sleep. This felt very, very different. Um, hello? he said, because this was the first time one of his ghostly housemates had let anything about themselves be seen. Something ghosted up the inside of his leg. He shivered. It was cold. But it wasn't unpleasant. It almost felt like someone's fingers. Nice to meet you, he added. Hope this isn't too awkward. His breath caught in his throat as the touch came back, this time on his thigh, much closer to his hard cock. He felt it twitch, and his eyes flicked to his traitorous body. Ghostly happenings were not supposed to be sexy. At least they never had been before, but his dick was definitely showing no signs of deflating, even a little bit. Oh, fuck, he said as the cold, ethereal touch drifted over the side of his balls. Maybe later. The words were spoken next to his ear. He turned so fast his neck cracked. There was another indistinct haze right next to him, and a dimple in the duvet that he hadn't even noticed, as if someone was leaning on one hand. The voice had definitely been male, but a female laugh had his eyes dragging back to between his legs. Okay, he said slowly as he let these facts settle in. Are either of you going to introduce yourselves? Cold, firm pressure surrounded his cock and he gasped, bucking up into it, totally unable to stop himself. Well, that's one way, he said, voice tight and breathless. Again he heard female laughter. We've been watching you. The male ghost spoke again, and Luca felt cold next to his ear. He didn't look around this time, because he was more than a little focused on where he could see as well as feel the foreskin of his penis moving with a gentle rhythm. Really? was the best he could do in a slightly strangled tone. The combination of firm fingers and cold was doing funny things to his senses. It probably didn't help that his sixth sense was humming in an equally distracting manner. 
Oh, yes. He finally got to hear the female ghost speak. We know you've noticed us watching you in the shower in the mornings, the man spoke again. Thought it would be rude to try and stop you in your own house, Luca managed to say, which took a considerable amount of effort given the very new sensations he was experiencing. The woman laughed, stroking him somewhat more deliberately. We have decided we like you she said. We thought it would be fun to see if you, like us, her male compatriot added, should we keep going? A great deal of Luca's brain seemed to have nestled in his cock at the moment, but he did think about that. The amount of control these spirits seemed to have was incredible. It was exciting, He'd never considered what was clearly happening to be possible, but he couldn't deny he was into it. Yes, please, he said. The sensation of fingers was joined by something else, something soft and wet. Because it was cold, it took him a second. Oh, God, was the best he could do as his nerves sizzled and he realised he was being sucked off by a ghost. Not quite, the male voice said, clearly laughing at him. Deirdre has a wonderful mouth, doesn't she? Uh-huh, Luca replied. The fact he couldn't see what was touching him was doing all sorts of amazing things to his reactions, it almost short-circuited his brain. Who... who are you? He managed to ask as a cold, insistent tongue explored the head of his cock. Not looked us up, then? The male ghost asked. Make... Jesus Christ! Make it a rule not to, Luca said as well as he could. He really couldn't do anything to stop the moan that fell out of his throat. I'm Richard, and you're already acquainted with my wife, Deirdre, his companion said. Wife? Luca kind of squeaked. And you don't mind that she's... Oh, my God. He lost his train of thought. Deirdre had an absolutely amazing touch. Oh, we've always enjoyed sharing our bed with others, Richard told him. Lots of people were doing it in the 70s. Unfortunately for us, we made an error in judgment with one of them. He didn't understand it was only a bit of fun, wouldn't take no for an answer. We died in this very room. That more than explained why Luca had always sensed them most strongly in the bedroom then. Sorry, he said, because it was the best he could come up with, given the pressure on his cock. Oh, we came to terms with it ages ago, Richard told him, and you'd be amazed how interesting the world can be when you're dead. We'll have to move on eventually, but we're having so much fun at the moment. Of course, we've never had as much fun as with you. Normally, we can only play in people's dreams. Didn't know ghosts could be so physical, Luca admitted. 
It's your energy, Richard said. We felt it building ever since you arrived. Luca replied, because Deirdre did something obscene with her tongue and her lips, and he came bucking into her touch. She sucked him for everything he had. It should have been absurd to see his calm hovering in mid-air, sliding down an invisible throat, but it was one of the hottest things Luca had ever seen. All he could do was mindlessly stare as he was milked to the last drop, whole body quivering. As he watched, something began to happen. The form of a woman started to take shape. At first, all Luca could see was an outline, but slowly she became more and more opaque until she looked like a perfectly normal woman. She had a dark bob curled under at the ends, a voluptuous body, a beautiful face, and was wearing a dark blue baby doll nighty. At a guess she had been in her thirties when she died. He looked right and found himself looking at a man of similar age, with a very seventies haircut, a magnum-style moustache, a chiselled jaw, and not a stitch of clothing on. Luca didn't mind admitting he liked what he was seeing. Acting on impulse, he leaned over and stole a kiss from Richard. The man's lips were cold, but they felt real, and the moustache tickled Luca's nose. Oh, this is going to be so much fun, Deirdre said. Just to prove he was very grateful for her hard work, Luca pulled his legs up, twisted them under him, and moved to give Deirdre a kiss as well. She laughed as if utterly delighted when he pulled away. So enthusiastic, Richard said, and a cold hand ran down Luca's back and curved over his buttocks. He was more than aware this was bonkers, but Luca didn't remotely care. This might be new to you, but it's new to me too, Luca said, and you're doing things to me I never imagined. The combination of the physical and the metaphysical was utterly amazing. Well, I have some ideas if you'd like to explore further, Richard said with a wiggle of his eyebrows. What do you have in mind? Luca asked. He was being touched by two cold hands, but they were doing nothing to cool his ardour. How would you feel about both of us? At the same time, his male companion asked, You and Deirdre, me and you. The way Lucas spent cock tried to wake back up at that rather answered the question from his libido's direction. Never done that, he replied. But I'm game. Lube is in that drawer. He pointed to one of the top drawers of the sideboard. I'm assuming condoms are entirely unnecessary, he checked. Deirdre laughed. That really would be a miracle conception, she said, apparently utterly amused. Luca didn't bother mentioning that these days safe sex was about far more than preventing babies. Given that his companions were technically non-corporeal entities, 
He hoped there was nothing like ghostly STDs. Oh my, what a lovely range of playthings, Richard said as he surveyed the drawer. Technology has moved on so much since our day. I'd be more than happy to introduce you to some of them, Luca said from the bed. An intriguing offer, Richard replied, but turned back with just the lube in his hand. Maybe another time. This bed is so wonderfully comfortable, Deirdre said, where she was lying next to Luca. Memory foam, Luca replied, another wonderful invention. Makes me wish we could remain corporeal long enough to sleep, Deirdre said, but she didn't sound overly upset at not being able to, so Luca did not ask. The way Richard just laughed also gave him a clue that it wasn't much of an issue. So, Luca, the man said, walking back to the bed, you're young. If I were to begin playing, would you be ready to give pleasure to my wife by the time you are ready to take me? Heat pooled in Luca's loins, and his cock did its very best to twitch with interest again, even though it was too soon for him to be hard yet. Probably, he said, unable to look away from Richard's decently-sized erection. He'd never thought of a ghost having a hard-on before, but Richard was definitely aroused. I think it might take a little while to get me ready for that, Luca added. Richard grinned at him, clearly pleased. Maybe you could return Dee's attentions while we find out, Richard suggested. Luca didn't quite follow for a moment. Then he looked at Deirdre, where she was arranging herself on the bed. She smiled at him and lifted the hem of her baby doll to reveal she was wearing nothing underneath. There was only white noise in Luca's brain for a second or so as he realised what Richard was talking about. I think I can do that, he said when he could think again. Oh, lovely, Deirdre said, lifting her legs apart and leaning her hands against the headboard like some debauched movie star from a pin-up shoot. Luca's mouth watered and his cock gave another interested throb. Not wanting to keep her waiting, he scrambled onto his hands and knees, insinuating himself between her spread legs. This okay? he asked, looking back at Richard. Most definitely, Richard replied, smile more of a smirk and gaze gone dark and heavy. If he was honest, Luca was not sure what to expect since a blowjob from a ghost had been so very different from a human being, but he didn't let that put him off. The first thing he noticed was the absence of scent as he kissed up the inside of Deirdre's thigh. There was a light, floral fragrance in the air around the female ghost, but nothing human. Her legs fell further open as she hummed appreciatively at his touch, so he licked a stripe up the crease of her leg. That revealed difference number two. There was no taste either. Everything felt normal texturally, 
The sensation of skin against his tongue was absolutely normal, the only difference being the absence of human warmth. But there was a total lack of other factors. Rather than put him off, however, it urged him on. It seemed only fair that he be as enthusiastic as Deirdre had been for him, so he buried his face in her pussy. It was like a cold glass of water on a hot summer's day. She was soft, she was responsive, and she was already wet. Luca breathed in the floral scent and ran his tongue between her folds and up, swirling around the nub of her clit. Oh my, Deirdre said, moaning happily. This one's a keeper, Rich. Oh good, Richard replied. And Luca felt the bed dip behind him. Luca did his very best to keep his mind on what he was doing, but he grunted as cold lube was drizzled over his arse and down over his balls. Sorry, Richard said, but didn't sound as if he overly was. Can't warm it up. If Luca hadn't had his mouth very much occupied, he would have had a comeback for that. As it was, his tongue was in use, and he was enjoying exploring Deirdre's delightful body, far too much to pause. He soon found out Richard wasn't a man to play around either, as a cold, insistent finger dragged lube over his pucker and pushed right in. He moaned against Deirdre's clit. Oh, make him do that again, darling, Deirdre purred. Richard did as requested, and Luca couldn't help it. So did he. Apparently Luca had a thing for cold, because he totally lost track of time as Richard opened him up with skilful, icy fingers, while he licked, sucked, and tried to keep his mind on giving as well as getting pleasure. It was such a whole-body experience that he didn't even realise he was hard again until Richard had three fingers of one hand in him and ran the fingers of the other one over the full length of his cock. He did have to pull back from Deirdre then and take a few gulping breaths. I think he might be ready for us, darling, Richard said with a small laugh, removing his fingers. You're going to kill me, Luca said with what little brain power he had left. Now that would be no fun at all, Deirdre said, also amused as she pulled him up over her until she could lift up and kiss him. He shivered, allowing her full access to his mouth as Richard leaned up behind him. I think my wife would like you to fuck her now. Richard whispered in his ear, and Luca moaned into the kiss. He hadn't been this turned on in his life. That two ghosts were doing it for him, like no human ever had, was probably very weird, but Luca wasn't arguing about it. 
As Luca continued to kiss Deirdre, Richard guided him forward and down, even going so far as to take his cock and line it up for him so he could push straight into Deirdre's soft folds. She was like a cool pool of water enveloping his hot, hard dick, only this pool pushed back with the most wonderful pressure. Richard didn't give him time to adjust either, pushing his knees apart and moving in behind him. Luca panted through being breached and bit down on his lip as the sensations threatened to overwhelm him. Slick softness in front, slick hardness behind, and the light chill. He shivered and shuddered and tried to remember to breathe. Good boy, Richard said, pulling out and sliding in again, pushing his hips forward at the same time. With no brain power left to argue that he was definitely not a boy, Luca went with it. The feeling of fullness combined with the encompassing slide of his cock inside Deirdre was blowing his mind. Richard set the pace. Luca held on and hoped his responding thrusts were what Deirdre was after. So warm, so alive, she moaned, head thrown back on the pillow. He took that as a good sign. He was pretty sure he completely lacked finesse, but he'd never had a threesome before, or fucked a ghost, and there wasn't much he could do about it. Richard was a quiet powerhouse of sex, opening him up and filling him with every slide of his hips, but Deirdre was much more vocal. Her delicious sounds of enjoyment were not only encouragement for Luca either, as Richard responded to each and every one. It was so full on that Luca knew he couldn't last, but he clung to his self-control with everything he's had. Yes, yes, please, Deirdre moaned as they moved together. Richard's pace increased and Luca went with it, giving Deirdre everything she wanted as her husband wrecked him at the same time. He could barely keep it together. When she clamped down and her pussy fluttered around his cock, that was it. He went off like a cannon. His vision whited out for a moment as he full body shuddered, Richard hanging on to his hips, the only thing keeping him in place. He wasn't remotely with it as Richard urged him to gently pull out, drawing him back and up. Only when Richard began to thrust again did it dawn on him that his male lover was not done yet. Most of the synapses in his brain shorted out as Richard sank into him once, twice, then buried himself deep and came hard. Luca cried out, feeling the cold inside as his cock and balls tightened with nerve-rattling aftershocks. He'd never had an orgasm like it. All he could do was mumble something incoherent as Richard carefully pulled back. The cold trickle of ghostly calm down the inside of his thigh made him want to laugh hysterically for a moment. Luckily, that passed. Luca collapsed on the bed, barely able to move. The sex had been good, but he wasn't sure he should have felt that wiped out. 
Rich, darling, I think it's time to go, Deirdre said, giving Luca a kiss on the forehead. Do you have to? Luca asked. Unless you want to pass out, yes, Richard told him with a smile. But don't worry, we're not going far. We will see you again when you are recovered. If you would like, Deirdre added. That would be lovely, Luca replied and smiled back. But he could only just keep his eyes open. He fell asleep as someone was kindly pulling the duvet up over him, and he dreamed of glorious sex. Mrs. Potterly, Luca greeted with a smile a couple of weeks later. It's lovely to see you again. I've come to see if you'd be interested in extending the lease, the old woman said with her usual directness. The three months are almost up. I would love to, Luca replied. Please come in and we can talk about it over tea. He was getting the eyebrow again. Clearly she had not expected his enthusiasm. Rich asked me to tell you hello, he chatted away as they headed towards the kitchen. He was sorry to hear about Keith passing, but that you shouldn't worry. The old boy is happy as Larry haunting the golf club, waiting until you join him so you can go on together. Mrs. Potterly stopped walking. Luca turned to find her staring at him through her glasses in a very fixed manner. "'You have spoken to my brother?' she asked, as Luca realised that he might have stormed in like a bull in a china shop. He was so used to his ghostly housemates, he'd almost forgotten they were not usual. His mother liked to call it his artistic brain when he forgot how to adult normally.' "'Yes,' he said. "'I'm psychic, have been all my life. "'Your brother and his wife are very nice people.' "'What they had been up to that very morning shot through his head, "'and he hoped he wasn't blushing. "'Can you,' Mrs. Potley started to say, "'can you help them move on? "'They've been trapped.' "'Luca took Mrs. Potley's hand in his. "'They're not trapped, Mrs. Potley. Laura, he told her. They're staying because their lives were cut short, and they're not ready to move on. They sent their love and wish they could have told you sooner. Richard and Deirdre were incorporeal at the moment, having used all the energy Luca had to spare that morning, but he could feel them around, and he knew how they felt about this. Richard was very fond of his little sister. Come on, Luca said, gently guiding Mrs. Potterly into the kitchen properly. Let's have that cup of tea. He had no doubt there were going to be questions. How he was going to answer some of them without suffering from blue balls was a conundrum to which he was going to have to figure out the answer as he went along. I'm more of a nice warm hands person, but I do understand that cold can be a thrilling change. I am sure Luca has many more interesting delights in store. Definitely not the scary kind of haunting. This week's tale was written to be the perfect length for the podcast, so this week's ebook is an exclusive for newsletter members only to keep and enjoy. 
If you would like your own and all the other freebies for newsletter members, pop on over to virginiawaits.com and dive into this week's blog post for details. No spam, we promise. For those craving the manor, Lucy and all her exciting and sensual family will be back next week with new, enthralling episodes for season two. It would make me very, very happy if you would do me the honour of subscribing to the podcast so you never miss a sensual episode. Thank you. Until next time, lovelies, stay naughty. And be safe. Music from filmmusic.io Moonlight Hall by Kevin MacLeod Incomtech.com License CC by creativecommons.org